What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Hi, I'm Dino Tripodis, and tonight it's our annual Halloween show in front of a live audience. At the most haunted bar in Columbus, Ohio, the jury room tonight on Whiskey Business. I'm Dino Tripodis, and welcome to Whiskey Business, a podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey with our live Halloween show tonight. Hello, people. Yes. All right. We are in front of a live audience here for our Halloween show at the Jury Room, supposedly one of the most haunted bars in Columbus, Ohio. And a big thanks to one of our guests this evening, Megan Dempsey, is here tonight. Yes. Megan Dempsey, who is somewhat of a skeptic and isn't so sure that the spooky going-ons here cannot be explained away, despite Mm -hmm. the history the jury room has. Now, she will be here this evening along with Ralph Scott. Ralphie. Ralph Scott is here tonight. Actor, writer, and for lack of a better description, a spiritual empath who's been seeing ghosts and experiencing and feeling the presence of spirits since he was a small child. Now, I can tell you, and I'm just teasing you a little bit now, he broke into a cold sweat earlier this evening for no apparent reason when he entered the place. So it'll be interesting (coughs) to talk to Ralph a little bit later on and maybe get Ralph and Megan together and exchange thoughts and ideas before that's all said and done. Also... Uh, the CEO of Gateway Film Center, Chris Hamill, is yeah, here tonight. Yeah, yeah he God, he looks so handsome. The at- Nightmares Film Festival, what, what, the, what some people call the cons of horror, is actually taking place later in October. We'll be talking to Chris about that and how that festival has just grown in leaps and bounds to become one of the premier horror festivals in the country, if not the world. Bum, so Chris bum, Hamill, bum. a little bit later this morning, this Sorry. morning, later this evening, yeah. this morning, this evening. It's been a long day. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. Thank you so much. <laughs> and, of course, I could not uh, uh, do this podcast without my favorite Halloweenies here this evening, uh, John Whitney, ladies and gentlemen, right there. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. Chip Cassell over there. You didn't like my wolf? And the biggest weenie of them all, Greg Hansberry, okay. right over here. I love all the weenies. <laughs> I, I didn't wrong. mean that in a complimentary way. I hope you know that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I take what I can give from yeah. you. Uh, and, and it's interesting because Halloween, it's, and, I'm, and this is just my summation of, I know you guys all love Halloween way more than I do. I mean, I appreciate the holiday. I like the spookiness of it. I like what it all represents. But you guys 
most of you are, are really all in. And if I had to go in pecking order from, and Chip, I apologize, I don't know how into Halloween you are, but it goes Chip third, John Whitney second because, and I put him in second only because his wife surpasses yeah, his man. love for Halloween. By association. Yeah, by association. Yeah. But, yeah. But, the, but the biggest one is the Hansberry. Who is calling himself now a Halloween influencer? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can follow me on the TikTok. Halloween Hansberry. <clears throat> Fresh content. Halloween Hansberry. Yeah. Halloween. You content. start getting excited about Halloween like in July. Ooh, July. As soon as I see the first uh, Brax uh, uh, candy corn pop up, right? I'm there in. you go. You know they That's sell it. that shit all year round. Well, then the first time I see it. Okay. So you get excited. I don't care. Yeah. You should yep. see his front yard. It's awesome. His front, front yard, yard is awesome, and that's why I yeah. brought it up because his front yard has uh, has caused some yeah disruptions in the neighborhood. So I to might speak. get kicked out. You might get kicked out. There oh, is wow. a lady who lives next to you across the street. Across the street from yeah. you? Okay. Yeah. Across the street next to you, well, but she has put up something to deflect what she considers to be the evil that you have created and is now yeah. emitting from your home. This is true. This is true. It's um, So it looks like, uh, you know when you graduate, you get one of those like tassels, yeah. right? It looks right. like a tassel with uh, a mirror on top. And she has it on the door to reflect all the negative shit back to me. <laughs> wow, okay. Does she, it work? Uh, you got to ask, ask her. She, put, she just put it up uh, as soon as I put... As soon know, as the Halloween yeah, decorations yeah, yeah, yeah. went up, she and, put her and thing And then up. she'll put it down, you know, take what, it down. When I, and when you put your stuff down, she'll take it off. Correct. So she does not think that you are evil 365 days a year. Well, I don't know about that. I can't speak for her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's reflecting the evil from the uh, all the Dollar Tree uh, yeah. Halloween. Thanks, Chip. Yard uh, decorations? Uh, yeah, come Chip, on, come on. Well, don't give everybody my well, secret. Uh, I go yeah. with the Dollar Tree. No, I'm sure you, you go. What, what's that other one? Halloween Town oh, or Spirit? Halloween Spirit. Yeah. That's it. So she believes that what you're doing is you're encouraging evil to come into yeah. the into she the says neighborhood. As soon as you do that, you you're sending an invitation out. Yeah, yeah. And if it's in the neighborhood, it might as well be at her house. They do have a pool, so I don't blame them. If I <laughs> you, have, have you ever been to their pool? Yeah, yeah. Have. You have been. Yeah. Oh, so you've actually been invited. So over we're friends. There. We're we're friends. And she she's um she's Chinese, which I don't. I mean, it doesn't matter per se. But I think that her culture is very uh, superstitious. I think mm-hmm. that has something to do with it. Are you superstitious? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you think that you might unconsciously? Open a portal of no, hell when you're doing all this stuff? No, no, because to Chip's point, it's all from the dollar store. You yeah. know what I mean? If I oh now now chips now chips uh yeah yeah portal the portal of hell for it's a dollar. What do you think? Dollar twenty five. Dollar twenty five. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> true, 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 true. Well, um, good luck, good luck with everything. And uh, and, and how do you think as your first year as an official Halloween influencer? Halloween influencer. <laughs> Halloween Hansberry on TikTok. Is it is it is, is it working for you? Um, has uh, it picked up any traction? Well, is it has it become a thing? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah. What I do you think I'm, you need to do to bump uh, it up? Probably be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. That'd be a plus. Uh, also, uh, I want to thank this evening uh, a very special person who will be is behind the bar. Yes. Uh, I, ca- I consider him the mad scientist in the libationary sciences. It's not a thing, but I, it I think now. it should be. It Jesse now. Hubbard, everybody, behind the bar. 
Yes. Face paint and all. Uh, Jesse has been with us on Whiskey Business numerous times and has volunteered his time and his talents this evening. You have drinks in front of you. I have, uh, have been drinking Dante's Inferno, which is uh, made with a local Irish whiskey, Bua. Yeah. 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 And I believe Bua is in the house Bua. tonight. Yeah, as well. And it's delicious. You have a couple of other ones over there as well. Trust me, if Jesse Hubbard came up with them, they're great. Man, so so uh, by all means, continue to indulge tonight here on Whiskey Business. That's why we don't have a, we normally have a guest bottle, but since I have the most amazing guest as your bartender this yeah. evening, he is the guest bottle extraordinaire. Jesse Hubbard, everybody. Right. Thanks, Jesse. So good. He also has his uh, volume one and volume two of Punk Rock and Cocktails, which has just been selling like crazy. If you want a great, great book that has original cocktails in it, and if you're a fan of punk rock, this is Jesse's uh, love of music and cocktails put together in two beautiful volumes that are available tonight for purchase as well, if you want to check those out. He'll sign it, too. And he will sign I'll it. I'll sign it, too. If and Hansberry will sign it, too, and mess it up for you. So, I mean, let, let a Halloween influencer yeah, sign well, your it, book. Uh, you're, it's one day you're going to look done. back and say, I knew him when okay. he was just a small fledgling influencer. Um, I'm going to be very curious about tonight. As I mentioned, uh, Megan Dempsey is here tonight, yes. the owner Thanks, of the Megan. jury room. And uh, this place has a lot of history. Thanks, Jesse. A lot of history. Supposedly, and I'll, I'll verify this with Megan, this place was built over the uh, Hopewell Indian burial grounds. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. We'll find uh, out, which already kind of creeps me out a little bit. So <laughs> we'll find out a little bit about that and some of the spooky going-ons that have happened here over the centuries. And then uh, we'll, we'll see what Megan thinks all about that, share some of the stories with you, then Ralph will join us. But my first guest tonight, if Halloween yes. in October is your month for horror films, then uh, the Gateway Film Center is where you need to be. Why don't you uh, join me in welcoming our first guest tonight, the CEO, the program director. Hell, I, I think he even makes popcorn yeah, if he, he has to. Chris Hamill from Gateway Film Center. Hello, friend. I also want to add a personal note. One of the best smelling men God, I've ever met. Just look met. at him. If Handsome had a scent, it would be, it would be Chris Hamill. You should yeah, have your yeah. own cologne. Hamill. He looks like he smells good. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not sure that you don't have your own cologne. Yeah, I very well might. How are you, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you for, for being here. The uh, Nightmares Film Festival, how many years now has it been going on? This is our eighth year, believe it or not. The eighth year. And I'm going to quote, Movie Maker Magazine calls it one of the bloody best genre fests in the world. Nice. In the world. I'll buy that. It's also been known as the Cannes Film Festival of Horror. Wow. Those are pretty strong, strong recommendations and words. Yeah, we're pretty proud of those. You can keep telling people that over and yep. over again. Yeah, That'd yeah, be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, seriously. I mean, it's grown. It's it's grown in a big, big way. Um, the guests we had on last year's uh, Halloween podcast, uh, Hope Madden, George Wolf, they came on. Obstacle Corpse, I believe, premiered at Nightmare. Yeah, here, right? That's great. At, at Nightmares last year, and has gone on to incredible success, and is now streaming on Amazon and maybe even Tubi by the time this podcast lands as well. With so, ads, uh, with uh, ads. With, with ads, of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But so forth. But, but that debuted there, and you get, films, you get films from all over the world? 
We do, yes. So tell me more about the festival. What's all involved? I know what it runs. It runs through October the 26th to the 29th. You're doing all the heavy lifting for me. I know, but I want to know about how the whole thing started. Sure. Well, my partner, Jason Tostevin, and I have a really deep love for horror films. And so, honestly, we started the festival to sort of celebrate that and share uh, new horror films with our audiences and to some degree with the world. And over the years, though, we built these really incredible relationships with filmmakers and now it's like a year-long commitment to the art of making movies. Wow. Um, we love horror films, whether it's October or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the most amazing things about Nightmares Film Festival is how many people have met at our festival and then made new films cool. together. Uh, so yeah. when audiences come out to the film center and they see these films, they get to rub shoulders with the people who made them. They get to... Um, talk about ideas and how certain shots were made. How did they get that stuff on screen? And I think it's a really amazing experience and that's why it keeps growing year after year. I gotta say, I was there once uh, and I was just chit-chatting with this dude and he's like, yeah, I got a movie. And he was from New York City, all mm-hmm. excited, a film student. And I was like, yeah, here's my buddy George. And it was like, oh, you're George Wolf? You are, <laughs> like, they're very excited to be in each other's company. And uh, to your point, it's a community. It's very cool. Yeah, it is a community. And it's a community that you're allowed to love things in. Yeah. And there just aren't that many of those anymore, right? So uh, when you go to Nightmares Film Festival, again, you get to see incredible new films. But also you get to meet a lot of the filmmakers behind them. And I think that's a really unique experience. It is very cool. Now, have you you seen anything that is... um, frightened you scary i have two questions for you in respects to horror films uh something that's frightened you as an adult in recent years that really just scared the crap out of you is so i lived through the trump presidency (laughs) (laughs) scared me that's That's true pretty and that's well documented pretty pretty badly but you know it's funny before we came on tonight um hope madden who's here tonight we were talking about sort of our scariest jump scares ever Mm -hmm. and i think the exorcist 3 um wow if has possibly the scariest scene i have ever seen in a movie and i think a lot of people ignore that film because you think it's just some throwaway it's a three right you make assumptions and you can totally throw away two you never need to watch that movie ever again. I, but Halloween 3 has po- possibly the scariest scene the I've ever scene? seen in a movie. The hospital it, scene? It is a hospital yeah, scene. Okay, yes. what are you talking about? That's all I want to say because I want you to go home and watch it yeah. and then be like, man, he's right. That was really uh, scary. G- George was on the radio show this morning uh, reviewing Exorcist Believer, and he yeah. referred to Exorcist 3 a couple of times over the course of, of that review. So... Um, I'm going to have to go back and watch that one for sure. Now, as a child, what movie scared you the most? <laughs> Probably Night of the Hunter. Oh. Um, so okay. Not necessarily a horror correct, film, per se. But, you know, the first movie I remember just being terrified was Night of the Hunter. And my mother showed it to me, and for years I held it over her head. Like that really scared the hell out of me. Thanks for doing that. Um, Cause it's not a traditional horror film to your, to your point, but- um, Do you speak to her now? <laughs> I don't. Oh, We've sorry. been estranged for many years since yeah, I watched yeah, yeah. Night of the Hunter actually. It, but, happens. Uh, it happens. No, that movie scared me to death when I was a kid. Because you were a child and there was, there was a child at, at risk. Yes. 
And uh, that movie, I can't even watch the trailer now. It scares me too much. Still, so it's still even as an adult. It's, yeah, it really bothers. Isn't me. that interesting that there's certain films that that as a child frightened you, but still stay in your gut for some for reason sure. and level? It's, yeah. it's interesting how that is because I still get I still get squeamish over uh, uh, certain Hammer films, you know, Dracula Hammer films, when yeah. I, you know, because they were big on the blood. Christopher and, Lee. Uh, but yeah, man, yeah. Uh, the, the, and. Um, uh, the Thirteen Ghosts yeah. still still gives me a little bit of a creep for and, sure. And uh, uh, my buddy Clark mentioned one today by Robert Wise, The Haunting, yes. which is very gothic, yeah. but still just creepy. Not necessarily jump scares per se, but just just a just a creepiness that stays. Paranormal activity. Anybody? Those yeah. you like? Everybody's everybody's got their favorites. It's, well, it's not my favorite. It's the scariest. It's the one that. Do you have a favorite? Uh, well, I, yeah, but it's like cliche. It's The Shining. The Shining. Well, that's not, not a cliche. cliche. That's not a cliche. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on The Shining. Yeah. I'm with you on The Shining. You know, Paranormal Activity is like the scariest movie to watch at your house. Exactly. Ever. Exactly. Like, it's not that scary, except when you're in bed oh watching it, and you're like, God. oh, I can't watch this. Especially when you they make you believe that that shit can happen. Totally. And uh, Ralph Scott will be joining us a little bit later on. Ralph is more than convinced that there are entities in my home uh there are not doing anything mischievous per se yeah well you know i've been there for 20 plus years they probably said eh, screw it <laughs> he's he's not gonna scare easy john whitney you love film what's your favorite scary movie why well, i already said I, i'm with him on the shining i think it's it's a masterpiece that's it. stanley kubrick yeah what's the scariest movie though because I, I think they're two different things I don't have the scariest movie. I'm not a huge horror fan, but I love Kubrick and I love The Shining, and I I can't Fair really enough. go to any other film to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Chip, Alien. Okay. Wow. Uh, that, that's the very first R-rated movie I ever saw, and uh, when <laughs> right. the uh, when the android robot guy gets his head severed and the white milky stuff spills out, <laughs> a person right in front of me spilled their coke and it went, <laughs> and it was like. Uh, yeah. It was like it was so crazy. That was a really scary movie, though. That was really scary. And for me, it was in college. It was it was the very first uh, Halloween. Uh, that one, oh, yeah. that one, that yeah. one creeped me out. Uh, what about Scream? Anybody our generation Scream? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was like when, when you they rebooted it all, like for the next generation, right, right, right. and yeah, it, that was a uh, it was a it was a pop culture phenomenon. It just took everything over. So in respects to the festival, Chris, what, uh, how, do, how do people, because this podcast will drop next week, so a lot of lead time to let people know uh, how they can get tickets and when it's, when it's taking place. I said October 26th through the 29th. Yep. Uh, how many films are going to be involved? Can you go see everything? Can you get, go one night, all the nights? What do you do? Yeah, the best thing to do, honestly, is to get a festival pass, which you can do at gatewayfilmcenter.org or at nightmaresfilmfest.com. There are 17 features, a couple world premieres this year. And then um, there are over 150 short films in this year's program. And some of them are funny. Um, Some of them, we even have documentary shorts this year. Nice. But most of them will scare the hell out of you. So uh, the great thing about getting a festival pass is you can watch as much as you want. And if you don't like something, you can just move on to the next one. Um, But it's really a great weekend in Columbus. And again, if you love horror films or genre films or you don't, you still get a chance to meet all these filmmakers right. and be around other people who love movies. So 
I think it's one of the great uh, things to do all year round in Columbus, and certainly uh, the weekend before Halloween. Sure. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. I got one question. I got one oh, question. Yeah, I got it. Go ahead. Go ahead Perfect. So uh, eight years? Is this eighth year? This is the eighth year, eighth yes. Year. Okay, out of the eight years, is there one film that you can remember that you said, holy shit, we were lucky to get that one? Yeah, it, there's um, really these really incredible people in Columbus, Ohio, uh, Hope Madden and George Wolf, who we premiered <laughs> oh, uh, Obstacle Corpse last year at Nightmares all Film right, Festival. And right. while you think that's feckless pandering, yeah, yeah, okay. uh, oh, yeah. I really mean it. I was really, it was, um, we were so lucky to premiere it, and they're such great folks, and also the film is really great. So if people haven't seen it yet, check it out. As, yeah, it's as, fun. It's fun. For uh, sure. Dino said earlier it's streaming now, but yeah, we're it's really streaming really on cool. Amazon for sure. And I believe by the time this podcast yeah. drops, you'll check it out on Tubi with yeah, that as well. With that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you keep saying well, that. There are festival passes. Yes, they're available right now for one hundred and fifty dollars. That, that sounds like a bargain. That gets you into every single screening and the private events. Um, and then nice. there are single uh, screening tickets available for twenty dollars. Those go on sale next Friday, October. Friday the 13th Perfect. at uh, 6 yeah. p.m. And that's also the full Perfect. lineup announcement then. Coincidence. I mean, I don't know how we picked it. <laughs> and when does uh, Hamill, the cologne, come out? <laughs> like I said, are you sure it's not out now? No, I'm not. I'm really not. Chris we'll Hamill, everybody. Right, Chris, Chris Hamill. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Thank you so much. Who's the famous Hamill? Isn't there a famous Hamill? Nice to have what? The, who's the like the actor Hamill? No, you're talking about Mark, Mark Hamill? Hamill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horror yeah. actor Mark Hamill. Yeah, no. no, not not the same spelling. Uh, okay. Not the same spelling. Yeah, the guy who really tan that Hamill. But I'm very proud to say that Chris Hamill will now be part of the Whiskey Business podcast history. Uh, we just found this out. Uh, I want to thank the Evergreen Podcast Network. That is our family network. Uh, they're out of Cleveland. They are worldwide. And uh, they took us on a couple of years ago. And uh, evergreenpodcast.com. Yep. Yes. And uh, a blog, internet blog called Feedspot, I believe, uh, took out the best 25 podcasts you should be listening to in 2023. And Whiskey Business was one we of the top it. 25. Out of the C. Thank you. Cool. Also, they said that we were one of the top 50 specifically whiskey podcasts you should be yeah. listening to yeah. as well. Yeah. In the world. Yeah, in the world. And, you know, we were in the, I'll be honest with you, we were in the middle of the pack on both of those lists. We probably yeah. could be higher, but uh, we drink. Oh, so we will. We, we will. forget. Yeah. We forget about it. What are you gonna do afterwards? Yeah. Maybe yeah. we took the podcast. It's a podcast a bit more serious with whiskey. whiskey, not so much about whiskey. Right. And while we're at it, a little bit more business, Hansberry, if you will, for people who are listening right now yeah. and need to know about how they can get all this stuff and maybe move us on up the list of. Thanks for subscribing to Whiskey Business on your favorite podcasting app, uh, whatever it might be. Go ahead and uh, subscribe. And uh, rate and review if you get that option because uh, that helps us, uh, you know, move up the ladder. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> YouTube, Johnny does a great job. John Whitney, mm-hmm. our, our video producer, does an, a, a fantastic job. Uncut. And it's uncut. Like the audio, yeah. the, the, the podcast, I try to like make it sound kind of professional. Right. John just lets it roll. Right. So um, 
it's kind of fun to watch. Maybe, 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 maybe if we do yeah. that, maybe if we move from kind of professional to like really, so really professional, professional, maybe yeah. maybe maybe that'll move us up. No, I would uh, I would say it's kind of professional. I'll work on that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I will too. Okay, I, I doubt we'll get there, but yeah, 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 we'll yeah, work yeah. on it. We'll start. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. We'll start, we'll the start next tomorrow. podcast. Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis on YouTube. Go ahead and uh, smash that subscribe button. Smash. And go ahead and hit that bell button. Ding, 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 ding. And you'll get notifications when you do that. We, um, have, we have sound effects on this podcast. Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, oh, or I mean X, or whatever the fuck that is. X. <laughs> I don't know. Elon Musk is, has still let us be oh, on there. X. Oh, my gosh. All right. And evergreenpodcast.com. Thank you, our parent company. Thank you, Evergreen. Thank you very much. That's right. Yeah, I got a nice, I got a nice uh, email letter from the uh, from the CEO. And uh, just you know, I texted them and or emailed them and said thank you so much. And, did you okay. invite them down here tonight for the uh, uh, Halloween episode? No, I did not. I did uh, not invite them down. For you that. sure it wasn't an AI yeah. email? He yeah. just like I don't know what it was. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't at all. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> Hello, podcast. It's a podcast with with, with, with fellow podcast. You enjoying yeah. your drink? What are you drinking? I got the I got the Dante's Inferno. What do you What do you got? Um, I got the uh, uh uh, well, he changed the name on it. It's the uh, salty caramel old fashioned, but I yeah, think. But it's called the poison apple. The poison which is, apple, which is a little, you know, obviously uh, Sleeping Beauty. No, or that was whatever. my first no, one. Snow White, yeah. Snow White, yeah. Snow White, yeah. Snow White. Same thing. They're the same fucking person. Obviously, a Halloween yeah. reference. Yeah. Um, but God, yeah, Jesse, these are all fantastic. And if you get the uh, what, what's this one called? I forget. Uh, Dante's, Dante's Inferno. Inferno. Drink it with the straw because you get like a. Yeah. Whew. I'm drinking that right now, and it's really tasty. They're all tasty. Get one, guys. Jesse's right a genius. <laughs> Jesse's a genius. And tip him. Okay. <laughs> we are in the jury room. Supposedly one of the most haunted bars in Columbus. Yes. Is this true? Let's welcome the owner, if you will, who actually lives will. upstairs Uh-oh. from the jury room as well. Mm-hmm. Megan Dempsey, everybody. <laughs> Megan Dempsey. Thank you so much. Grab a seat. Thank you so much for, first of all, being generous enough to let us uh, record the podcast here tonight and give us such a lovely place to be at. Thank you um, for being here. Yeah. And, uh, we've met in the past. We, yes. Uh, we go, you brought up something from a thousand years ago, open mic nights at Costello's. Oh, it was wow. terrible. It was the worst, wasn't it? Oh, oh my God. It was brutal. Why were you there? Were you actually performing? I wasn't there. I was, well... well well, then how did you know about it? <laughs> well, because my husband, Mark, ran the bar. Costello's. Oh, okay. it all That's ties it. together. It was a great bar. Yes. It was a great bar. It was a great dive bar. It was a great it dive bar. It was the best dive oh bar God. in Columbus is at it, the time. At the time. It's not around anymore, is no. it? No. No. That's too bad. What no. this bar is. Thank you. This bar you is. You think it's a dive bar? No. Oh. No, I don't think this is a dive bar. Okay. No, I don't think it's a dive bar. Awesome. My question is, is it a... Dead bar. Dun, 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 dun. Is it true? Was this built? Was this bar built on Indian burial grounds? The Hopo Indian. I'm not sure about that, but I do know at Mountain High there was a a. Uh, no, not me. Oh. In your microphone, not me. Here we go. <laughs> That's it. At Mountain High, there was a uh, burial ground that was so high. They said you could see Chillicothe. It happened to me once too. And. 
<laughs> it's happened to us all, I'm yeah. sure. Um, but it was so high. <laughs> tall. Tall. <laughs> you could see Chillicothe. But so as Columbus grew, people got in. It was right. What is the in the middle of the street now? Mountain high. It was so big and massive and people got tired of going around it so they tore it down mm. they used the clay to build to make the bricks for this building mm -hmm. and the state house i see the original state house What's i don't know if any so of that's true that's is, just is what this I heard. a burial mound or do we know like just like uh, because they have like garbage it, mounds and different things it was a burial mound Those it was burial mounds yeah yeah supposedly built it's over true. the uh, hopewell indian indian burial grounds mm -hmm. and I don't know if it extended this way, but I do know that the clay from the mound was made for the bricks that you see. Now, one of the stories that circulates, and I've chosen two, that this used to be a bordello mm -hmm. in the 18... Oh. Yes, yes, in the 1850s, and Francis Miller shot and killed Paulus... Am I saying it right? Ruprecht? Ruprecht. Ruprecht who was drunk and tried to break in when the bordello was closed up for the night. And she sure. was charged with, I don't know if it was manslaughter or murder. It should have been self-defense, but a lot of people say that mm -hmm. she got charged with the more serious crimes because of what she did for a living. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now this guy supposedly tried to bring him and his buddies in and, and uh, get some, which lesson learned right here. A drunken penis gets you in trouble every time. It's true. Every time. And he, she shot and killed him. She did. Yeah. And actually, so the story goes, she lived here with her husband and daughter, and it was legal then. She was just a gal trying to make a living. And it was about midnight. She was closed for the evening. He came here with his friends tried to bang down the door which like this door right here so yeah it probably that window gotcha. there and um and she kept saying we're closed and he was insistent and so she picked up her shotgun and killed him dead mm -hmm. so they drug her the courthouse was right across the street at the time and so they took her across the street booked her and the newspaper article was really fabulous because they said, and they, they filleted her in the press. They said she had eyes like a cat and bony fingers that looked like it could hold a gun. And they called this place a low hovel of ill fame, which I need That's to get. very well written. That's nice. I know, yeah. I know. I need to get it in cross stitch over yeah. the door. It should be our tagline, I think. Yeah, it'll make money for you now. And yeah. now she supposedly is one of the spirits that yes. that is is frequenting this particular place. What does she supposedly do and have you experienced it? Because you seemingly seem to be somewhat of a skeptic in respects to what spirits exist or do not exist in this establishment. All I can tell you is what I've heard. Okay. So I've heard... When I first moved in here, there was a woman who uh, there were offices in the back, what is now the Airbnb. 
And so wait, I, wait, 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 wait. There's an this yeah, is a, we'll this is there's, there's an Air, Airbnb. We'll, yes, we'll get to her website. And, uh, uh, okay, yeah. but there, so you yeah. people can actually stay. Yes, it's awesome. here you can. So we went up there today when I was setting up, and yeah. you know when you like know you're about to get in like deep shit with like your boss or your mom or your wife. And you get that like little like yeah. sunken feeling. It was weird. No, no, I, I got well, well, it happens to me a lot. And uh, I got that feeling when we were up there. You did? Yeah. Really? I just I was just kind of like, all right, I'm ready to go down. I got that feeling when we went up in the attic. The attic was there were stairs. Up. I swear to God, they were that steep. Oh my god! And I went up there, and it was like this is up nope. here. <laughs> this I'm is up back. here, and you can rent this room. Come on, really? I Dude, the place is creepy. Would I lie? It was probably dirty up there. That's probably what it was. I was trying to be nice, okay? <laughs> I know. So have you have have you experienced anything that that obviously if you have, I'm thinking you've explained it away somehow, but have you experienced anything per se? Um a couple of things that were kind of strange. When we first moved in, um there was a, it was in the bathroom. I was just in the bathroom and the trash can was in one place and I walked out and heard a clanging and it's like 15 feet away walked back in and it was in a completely different place that was kind of weird the trash can moved it yes so and and what did you say what did you say I don't know there was a restaurant down here at the time yeah could have been a rat. I don't know. Could have big, big <laughs> fucking rat. No, that's what you do. You try to justify in your mind. You go, all right. Well, it, no. was, it was this. It was this. Maybe someone came in. Maybe someone like. Right. You got to try to do that, and to, you know. To, we don't have rats now. I just want to make that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Noted, noted, noted. And it probably wasn't a rat. It was probably maybe a spirit. Several rats. So now, do you think? Okay, all right. You first. You first. Go, so go, go, go. there was another time I had Airbnb guests. This was during the lockdown. And um, it was, these were the nicest people and it they were there for this one woman and she was just about to have a baby and they just wanted to get together and have a girls weekend upstairs. And Paulus Ruprecht, the man who was killed, right. um, he is said to haunt the place and he's kind of a trickster. And they, he, he likes the bathrooms and the story is truly like there's more than one story where he locks the bathroom door and people are sometimes in the bathroom and stuck in the bathroom. Sometimes people are outside the bathroom and just can't get it in, in the Airbnb, that area. Mm -hmm. That's what, what he likes up there. And so I get this call from her and she says, we can't get the bathroom door unlocked. And I laughed and I said, oh, that's probably Paulus. And she said, who? who? <laughs> and so I explained it to her thinking it was funny because I don't really, you know, it was probably just stuck. It's an old building. And they left and went and got a hotel. I don't blame them. <laughs> They're here for a baby shower? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they pay in advance? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> no, actually, I had to refund their money. But, oh. I mean, that's my bad. That was on me. That was on me. Although it's funny because people would probably pay extra for that now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's yeah. Such well, yeah a there's weird... some people that actually want to be scared right. and right, want right, to right. experience something. Right. Um, uh, up in Granville, what is the... the oh, 
Yeah, we stayed up there. The Buxton. The Buxton. Yeah. Yes. We we went up there as as a radio show and stayed supposedly in the two most haunted rooms that exist and nothing, you know. And I was like sitting at the foot of the bed, inviting it. And it's it's something. So maybe maybe ghosts are spiteful and like like well if you you're actually wanting it then no you know, I'm not gonna give it to you you know, you know you, no you're if you're to... too thirsty they're not gonna give it to you right yes <laughs> speaking of thirsty I would like another Dante's Inferno please right. from if Jesse Hubbard mind. yes Russell Saint Russell Productions so the other story that I heard uh, was about an older man and this one is this one's even a little creepier and they say it's a little bit darker um, an older man who was contemplating suicide because his son was killed in World War II, and supposedly he is in the basement. Now, you tell me the basement is really the creepiest of all the spots where supposedly some of these spirits are residing. And um, there was one group of paranormal investigators, uh, not the ones that you were talking to me about earlier that are local, but another program that came in, and supposedly these investigators do whatever they need to do to protect themselves, and one didn't, and he said that they were... He was overcome by the by the evil of the spirit of this particular man for a moment and almost lapsed into unconsciousness. Now, okay. I don't know how she, you want to address any that of that. One. That was a mouthful out of me. But uh, do you know the spirit that I'm speaking of? Yes, I have heard of that. And I know this, there's two basements here, actually. Oh, there's two basements. There's one right under here right. in... This building was 1831. So we have a back building that was built in around 1875, something like that. That's the basement where it is. Okay. So I was just down there the other day. And? That's where I keep all my Christmas trees. Uh-huh. And it's a mess. <laughs> Haunted Christmas trees? Yeah. <laughs> Spooky Christmas trees? No, it's Krampus. just, it's just a mess. Krampus Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah. And you said that there were that there, there was a local group here in Columbus that does paranormal investigations mm-hmm. as well. They came and brought their gear. They did. And what did they find? That was so much fun. They did a thing. It, it was so, it was, we sold tickets to it. <laughs> um, but it was an evening where basically we turned out the lights and everybody was walking around in the dark with flashlights. <laughs> and they were in this room here. Up in the Airbnb and down in the basement on this side. And actually, they caught some spirits in this room, like right around here, and up in the Airbnb. <laughs> By the bar. <laughs> that guy's moving. That's exactly oh, where yes. it was. Uh, um, you moved closer to him. <laughs> and upstairs in the Airbnb, um, they caught a nice old lady who they think is a great-grandmother. Um, and then in the basement, they caught, they had these whiz-bang, whatever... Um, equipment. Equipment they have that it sounds like radio, a radio frequency where mm-hmm. they can catch voices. And so they would catch voices. There were three of them down there. One of them was named Joe. And... Um, they came through and they said, "How do you like Megan?" And they said, Megan. "She's nice." No, nice. Okay, <laughs> yeah. all right. So. And so, do you? You heard it. I you, heard they it, and it, I, and you still remain skeptical. I well, I, 
I'm just not afraid of it. I'm just. Are you afraid of anything? No. No. Really. You've never been scared. I mean, I live in a really old building. Right. And well, well how much is it if you just trying to like maybe that you, could be you know a, what I mean? Like just uh, will yourself to not give a, a shit. So you know what I mean? Like you got to do that to some degree. Yes, I think when we first moved in, I I don't know if you guys know what's the name of the the show, um, the Death Files the Death on the Files. Travel Channel. Yeah. So they had, they came in and they did an episode here. It's called. Those are the investigators I was talking about. They did not protect themselves. The blood and the bordello, which was insane. And so they were going all around the building and they said that it was super scary and it was, it was um, evil. And so I watched that before I moved in here. Oh, wow. And that's the knowledge I had walking in. So I'm upstairs. I know. (laughs) And we're doing, we're, you know, renovating. I'm upstairs by myself, just watched the show. And I said, hey, thanks, we're a happy family. Be nice is basically what I said. And so I'm just not afraid. I've never, ever been afraid. If anything, I feel very protected here. Okay, that's interesting because when we talk to Ralph, and I might put the two of you together to have a little discussion as well, um, I, I think that he would – are you nodding and saying that probably a good thing that she that's did? Great. That's a great thing that you did, so yeah. Yeah. And now there's the other part. I mean, it's like the ghosts are actually chilling right now and listening and thinking collectively, oh, we – we got to scare the shit out of her, right? We, 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 we got we to gotta do something, right? I mean, I'm it's been, oblivious. You're oblivious to it. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's very cool. Well, until something blatantly happens. I mean, have you seen something like um, there's a waitress, I think, who was here earlier last yes. time I was here. She said she saw just somebody yes. clear as day walking through. A couple of my, actually, I was sitting with a friend of mine, and it was late one night. And we were at the end of the bar and she, we, the lights were out and she said she could see, and she thought it, it was Francis walking in the background. Oh, that was me. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Chip. <laughs> I forgot to tell you guys. Chip, Chip looks a lot like were. Francis. It's spooky. <laughs> well, uh, can I ask Kennedy, how long has she been here? Ken? All right. And? You really want to, want to stay working in? That's my girl. Good answer. Kennedy, the, the bartender right. waitress. Thank you, Kennedy. Fair enough. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. I, yeah. No, no, no. I'm what are you sorry, sorry about? I'm terrifying. You know, no, no, no. I like the fact that you're not terrified. Yeah. I like the fact that you're skeptical because when I bring up Ralph here in just a couple of minutes, I really want you to listen to his stories as well. And it's going to be interesting to compare the two of you together because I'm going to let you guys ask each other some questions. There, There's a story. So that's uh, Alonzo English up there. He was the mayor. He was the mayor who liked who, to frequent this place. Who convicted Francis Miller. And they said, at the time in Columbus, I think it was different. And he handed down the sentence. And they say that he kind of overdid it a little because he was a he came here right he was, he on was a regular a basis he was a, he was a frequent flyer so they say that he got somebody pregnant 
one of the ladies and chained her up upstairs like in what's my living room now that's where the poor girl stayed for the entirety of her pregnancy oh my god i know as one will tend to do in the 1800s yeah chain them up and but the funny thing is his brother ran was the pastor of the church was at mountain high wow yeah so there was a conflict there a little bit yeah or maybe not. Who knows? Back in the 1850s. Crazy. So the place where you just, you know, sit and watch your favorite TV shows. Mm-hmm. Back in the 1800s, yeah. there was a, a pregnant woman chained up there. Maybe. for the wow. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Supposedly. Rumored. I have holy water, too. A friend of mine gave ah, me holy okay. water when All I right, first moved. Yeah. And my priest gave me holy water, too. Yeah. But apparently you don't need it because... Yeah. I yeah. keep it up there. Oh, hell yeah, you keep it up there. <laughs> case of emergency break glass. I'm, I'm not stupid. <laughs> no, I, not at all. Megan Dempsey, everybody. Megan Dempsey. Yeah, yeah Megan. That was awesome. That was so cool. Man. You hear the stories. I can tell you, she's, uh, she's braver than me. I mean, uh, you know, I don't scare easy, but I, I, I also don't invite it as well. Uh, we'll talk to Ralph about my house for just a second here when he comes up. But, but yeah, to just like to watch something like Bloody Bordello and like, yeah, oh, okay, I'll take uh, it. Uh, I'm moving in. It's like one of those Zillow videos. Oh, yeah, look. Oh, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Would you, you even kitchen? stay here as the Airbnb? Do you know? What's that? Would you even stay here as the Airbnb? Oh, yeah, I would yeah, stay Megan, here. Megan, I would what's stay the I website? Would. I would stay here. I would. Right. Yeah. JuryRoomColumbus.com. The. The JuryRoomColumbus.com. And you can rent the space. Yeah. And uh, I don't know the details, but from what I I was up there, it's a big space, and oh, it's, it's a reasonable huge. reasonable. Space. No, I did. I, I went up there and checked it's it out really as well. Nice. I didn't get the same foreboding feeling yeah. that you got at yeah. all. It's, it all seemed very pleasant and, and comfy. You know. It was weird. And there's this one room where I thought it was a mirror. Yeah, that but was, it was like weird, a, it? a room. Like yeah. it just, it's, it's, it but I also is. believe it's your mindset as well. You yeah. you kind of want it. I go and look. You for you, it. you go looking for the creepy. Yeah. I don't go looking for the creepy. I've had enough creepy crazy but also, dangerous you know, things in my life that have just yeah. happened let alone to go freaking looking for them on a regular basis but you you want to be creepy yeah out. but that doesn't mean i always have it my brother-in-law and i a brother-in-law and i went to the uh mansfield reformatory right and uh it was spooky but did you go daytime or nothing nighttime? happened night you went at nighttime and we were like let's go and nothing happened so my i'm saying that that was unusual is what I'm trying to get at. Okay. Fair enough. Well, let's bring somebody to the podcast now who's been seeing ghosts for as long as he can remember mm-hmm. and still, to this day, picks up on things. He's a, he's a great actor. You may have seen him on stages galore here in Columbus, Ohio, or in film. Uh, writer, producer, actor, and he has this gift as well. Uh, that we're going to talk about here in just a moment. Ralph Scott, everybody. Let's bring him on up. Ralphie has been on the podcast with us before, but um, I wanted you here tonight because this is a space that you have not been in previously. And I asked you initially, like, did you sense anything when you first came in? And when you first came in, you said, eh, not much. But then... 
Then I'm sitting over here talking to Gil, and hey, Gil. I started getting the cold flop sweats and a little bit dizzy. Uh, and yeah, I then I asked you if there were basements. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I could feel it in my feet. Uh, just a, a, in your a feet. heaviness. A heaviness. What what actually happens? You mentioned the the, the flop sweats. Is that was that what happens to you when you pick up and sense something? It it can vary. Uh, for this now, I'm used to it. Now I'm now I've adjusted to the vibration. And it's like ah oh, okay cool. Uh, and Megan, are you still back there? Oh hi Megan. Uh, yeah, that's together. so great that what you're doing, uh, being positive, because the spirits feed off, especially the bad ones, feed off of the fear. They they love that. It's it's like a Big Mac to them. Uh, <laughs> you uh, so Mac? you not being afraid gives them absolutely no power and it weakens them. Uh, but also this uh, this area here, uh, they don't like to come in here because when there's a fun. lot of people because yeah. life is yeah. painful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a reminder of what they've lost and left behind and. It's it's a lot of pain for them, uh, so th- so they don't they hang down. To, I I think was I telling you is like they they're downstairs. They're downstairs in the basement. Yeah, they're downstairs. In the Two basement. basements apparently. Yeah, apparently. Hmm. Uh, but no, I went to uh, there's a mansion down the road that my friend uh, Ian James lives in uh, that they redid. Uh, he's uh, big into politics. Uh, it's a million dollar mansion. It's it's close to the governor's uh, mansion. And they redid it. And I went there uh, with my, my brother was in town. We've known Ian since uh, we grew up in Athens. Uh, and I walked in and it was, oh, someone from Athens. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Hey, all right. Yes, there you go. Speaking of ghosts, yeah. Uh, it was like, sometimes it's like flipping through a picture book, a picture album, where the images, you just get flooded with images. And sometimes you can handle it, and other times I had to leave. I had to walk out. I couldn't take it anymore. So it doesn't get overwhelming at times? Yes. When did this start? It's always been there. Since you were a child? Since I was a child. Uh, and I just gotten my, uh, you know, when you're, you get older, your mom gives you your old baby books. And she gave me my old baby book. And on the first page is our, the, my first Halloween. Uh, I was born in December. So I was just a year old, uh, or not quite. Not even not quite not a year quite old a year. yet. And apparently, pictures and little, even cartoon ghosts and skeletons scared the shit out of me. Even at that age, uh, so I've always seen them. We were talking about. Um, you've, you've told a lot of these stories on previous podcasts, and we were discussing about something that maybe would be new to people that have heard you before in the party. You were talking about Apple Valley. Yes. We moved, uh, to, I moved uh, back from Chicago, uh, which is a whole other set of stories in Chicago, which is incredibly haunted. Uh, so much. Yeah. Moved to Apple Valley in uh, 2000. And the house uh, that we moved into was at the top of the mountain. And that is why uh, the Shawnee, the, uh, any of the Indians, they built mounds on top of burial grounds because it's just like the pyramids uh it's a power uh and also protective uh so it's it was this house it was shaped as a t uh but it was just my my uh wife's parents summer cottage that they built 
uh, but it was at the top of a mountain. And we would walk in. And it didn't just happen to me. It happened to every member of the family. You would walk in, and it would sound like the TV was on. The second you walked up the stairs into the main room, it would stop. And then every night at 1.15 in the morning, you had to clear out of there. Or they would, oh, something at 1.15, Megan? Oh, she, shit. So Megan, you always wake up at 1.15? Seriously? Now, does that have any significance in the, in, in, no in the spirit idea. world? One fifteen a.m. Again, I don't study it. I don't because in know. the movies it's like at three thirty-three or yeah, six, or, you know, or, six sixty or six sixty-six. Whose yeah. clock is that? <laughs> Whoa! It's a, it's a wrong yeah. clock. <laughs> it's a right bad clock. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so I, I was sitting there one the night, and the cats. We had three cats at the time. They would run into the bedroom. At one, right before one fifteen, uh, mm-hmm. I was play. I was sitting there playing video games. I was playing Tomb Raider. Anybody remember Tomb Raider? Oh yeah, Laura Croft. <laughs> playing Tomb Raider I was by myself. I'm with the cats. The cats are on the couch. We had a small crawl space above us, and you could always hear boxes moving up there, always. And yeah, you could mark that and say, "Oh well, hell, it's a possum. It's an animal. We're out in the woods. It's got to be something, not that." Uh, but the cats are sitting there with me, and they're looking up in unison, l- moving back and forth. I looked at the cats and said, don't worry, it's nothing. The biggest smash, the entire house shook. It was like two fists came down on the top of the house and shook the entire house. Wow. And I was like, okay, that's it. We're going to bed. Let's, Let's go. go. <laughs> uh, but I would, get, I would get up, and because I'm a guy, uh, I would get up and pee in the middle of the night, perhaps more than once. But, <laughs> but no, uh, Here it was after 1.15. But I would open the bedroom door, and you'd hear a party going on out there, and everything would stop. And you could feel dozens of eyes staring at you and watching you. You go to the bathroom, go back in, uh, and I'd talk to them just like you would, Megan, and say, yep. Just go to the bathroom and find the place is yours. It's all yours. Well, that happens to you now whenever you walk into a room, right, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. I, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they say. It's like, uh, you don't necessarily need to embrace them, but speak to them. Say, this is my spot. This is my space. You know, you know just call them out. Yeah. Uh, if you call them out and you are kind and respectful, uh, but most of them are in pain. Uh, and I've been told many times uh, that I'm, I'm an empath and that they're attracted to me because I'm supposed to help them cross over. Well, yeah, that was my next question. Why you? I'm attracted to you. And why? why yeah, sure. yeah, and I wish he would help you cross over as well and be over and done with it by now. But, it'll, you know, soon. I'm hopeful. One day. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, I... I think I've lived many lives. When you guys were talking about uh, horror movies that you liked or scared the shit out of you, the one that I saw that scared, other than The Exorcist, which scared the shit out of me, uh, was The Reincarnation of Peter Proud. Oh, that's, oh, I yeah. That. I remember yeah, that one. Scary. Scared the shit out of me because I knew what it was like to die. I know it's like the drown wow. of when you finally give up your life and go, okay, that's it. I'm going to let deep. go. 
I know what it's like to be in a plane crash. Uh, when that, you say you know what it's like to be in those things, you've experienced those things in other lives? Is that what you're telling me? I or? believe so. Okay. Yes. Uh, it took me years to fly because I was like, no, I can't go through that again. I can't die in a plane crash again. To hear the baseball bats beating against the fucking plane uh, when it hits the trees and to make that. And when you, when there's that sudden violence, you make this sound that is, that you're embarrassed of. It's this, it's a grunt or whatever the hell it is. Sure. Okay. Uh, but you're embarrassed. It's just so, it's very odd. I'm intrigued. I mean, and this is, this is a subject that I'm, I'm not knowledgeable about, so if you don't have the answer to this question, I apologize, but you say you're, you are meant to help people cross over. Now, if you were to help me, if I were to die, you were to help me cross over. Once I cross over, so uh, once you cross over, are you over? Are you done? Or do you get reincarnated? I mean, what? Uh, how's, what's the, I mean, how many times? I mean, who do you, what, what, if you have been reincarnated, do you have any recollection as to what you were? At any given point, when there was a car crash or a plane crash, who you were, what you were doing, because everybody always says, "I, you know, I was, I was Julius Caesar, I was Cleopatra." You know, it's always somebody huge and famous. It's never like I was a fucking accountant in 1932 and I was bad at it. And that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I have no idea. Uh, I just, I mean, I think <laughs> it's, it comes, taxes. it just comes to you. I don't know. I, again, I don't pursue this. No, you I, don't. You I, don't. I don't embrace it. He's the only person on this planet that can get me to talk about it <laughs> uh, because I trust him with my life. Uh, so I, I don't know. I wish I had more answers I don't, for and, you. And that's what I'm saying. I don't mean to put you on the spot. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah. Well, I was just saying, like, let's bring it down to more, like, uh, you know, personal levels. Like, you went to Dino's house. We shake hands. You, I mean, like... I always, like we were joking earlier. I feel like every time I see you and shake your hand, he's like judging me because he knows all like <laughs> it's like the <laughs> and he sees all the bad shit that I did, all the like all my he porn on the internet, to unicorns. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 well, no, but it's interesting, you know how much, yeah. you know, because my my next question is, and I apologize, if this is rude. I'm trying to be very objective no, here. Yeah, 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 Has yeah. anybody just said, "Yo, you're full of shit"? Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, sure. And how do you handle that? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, was like, I know what You're I experienced. You're full of shit. I don't yeah. care if you believe or not. It's not my job to make you believe. Right. If you want to hear what happened, I'll tell you what happened. Uh, but no, I, I could give a shit. Now, when I was living in New York City, uh, it, I was uh, we were doing our internship, and my friend Steve Geyer never believed any of it. And the play, the, Never believed uh, that you had these gifts and no, abilities? No, uh, I kept telling him, I've seen this old guy walking through our apartment all the time. And wow. he's like, ah, you're full of shit. You're just imagining it. You're imagining it. So I had a, a dream, vision about these Mexicans getting killed in this yellow van. And, uh, and it was so vivid. I could see him calling for the... Someone brings me to tears talking about it. Uh, calling for their mothers while they slowly died. Mm -hmm. uh, and I told him about it while we we're taking the subway into Manhattan. I was like, man, I just can't get this vision out of my mind, this yellow van. This is 1988, I think. Uh, so yeah, no phones, none of that other shit. Uh, we get out of the subway, go up, and on the back of the New York Post is massacre in Manhattan and this yellow van and these six bodies in the back uh. of it that it happened that night. Uh, and then he was like, 
shit, we got to get out of that apartment. It's haunted. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting how th- those things happen. And I, I personally don't believe in coincidence. I never have. I don't believe in a coincidence. I think that things uh, happen when they're supposed to happen and happen for a reasons. And while I also try to explain things away, a lot of things away, because that's how my mind works. There's always an explanation for something. I am fascinated by the fact how some things are connected, Um, especially with the whole reincarnation thing. When I was a comedian on the road, before I was a comedian, I did investigative work. You know this. A lot of people do. And uh, there was a lady who was at the show, and she was a past life psychic. Now, I don't talk about, I never talked about what I did as far as investigative work on stage ever. I still don't. Never have. I've shared it with the, our podcast audience now. But at that particular time, she had no clue. And she asked for, uh, I had, a, I had a, a, a ring on my finger. Uh, it was my father's ring. And, and she took it and she took the ring and she said, hmm. And I said, what? She goes, I, I don't know if you want to know this or not. And I said, what? She goes, you were an investigator. You were a private investigator in the 1940s and you were horribly murdered in the 1940s. And I went, wow. And she had no idea that I was an investigator before. So I'm kind of curious. And then I thought, wow, I I didn't even get reincarnated into something else. I had to, I was, I got, you know, but I'm wondering if I would have continued to pursue that line of work. And I remember also, also being in Chicago when I was in the thick of it, on, on a case that was, uh, I sweaty. Yeah, they the, the put it, and there was a just a, a, a psychic uh, at, on the Navy Pier, and this some it's almost too too funny. It's it's, it's so funny that it's that it is, but it's true. The psychic's name was Marvell. Oh, Marvell. Oh, All name. right, and of course, and I went. I paid the five bucks, and you know, just for the entertainment value, and Marvell just. You know, didn't ask me what I did for a living or anything at all, and just looked at me and said, "What do you do?" And I said, "Why?" She goes, she just shook his head and 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 said, "We're done." She goes, "You're in danger. You're in horrible, horrible danger." Girl, and, you in danger? Yeah, yeah. You're almost like in goes. You're you're in horrible, horrible danger. And sure enough, a week later, that's when he got shot. Yeah, uh, yeah, he died. Damn. Yeah. Uh, well, not to, but grazed. grazed. Not, you know, it, 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 yeah. Well, still uh, bullets. <laughs> I guess it was a new shirt too. <laughs> yeah, but it was interesting. Yeah, and then you talk about my house. My yeah. house. You say my house. My house has got spirits in it. My my daughter uh, snuck in here about midway through the podcast. She's AD, in New York City. D squared. Um, she is also very much like you. Yeah, I think in a lot of ways yeah. and that she's very in tune. And I remember one day she said she came downstairs very calmly and said, I saw an old man sitting at the foot of your bed. Mm-hmm. And at the time, with the way she described him, I thought it was like he sounded like my grandfather. But then I come to find that as I continued to live there, that. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's stuff. I don't know. Yeah, there's stuff there. There's stuff there. Yeah. Uh, Some when, of the experiences you've had in my house. When we were, well, we were filming uh, auditions uh, at your house, and I went back and looked at it, and you can see a spirit orb come down. What are spirit orbs? 
they're little circles. Little well, orbs. you always see that on the orbs. This is what they say on the photographs. <laughs> like you go to a cemetery but couldn't that, and then again, this is me explaining everything away. Couldn't that just be the lighting light and the camera no. and yeah, the yeah, lens yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah, forth yeah, yeah. and so Back on? Yeah. We yeah. Had, it was during the day. I don't say if it was night. Yeah, it could have been a headlight. But no, this is during the day. Uh, and sh- I, I think I showed it to you and John and we we couldn't explain it away. Uh, downstairs in your basement, uh, we were doing a writing session uh, so, uh, and of course, we'll drink a little bit of whiskey during mm-hmm. the writing session. That sessions. doesn't sound right. Uh, so we crashed there, and I was sleeping downstairs, and uh, there's this lovely, he has this lovely uh, downstairs uh, with a lovely bed, and surrounded by DVDs, and then a door that opens. You know, because goes, I'm current that way as far as my, <laughs> my filmmaking DVDs, not Blu-ray. experiences go. Not Blu-ray. And yeah. then it goes into the laundry room slash poker room, which is the same length as the lovely uh, basement lounge, I will call it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Viewing room. There's a door. Movie room. And that door while I was sleeping kept opening and closing. And I it, Now, if it would just open, I would be like, oh, well, then it's just... You know, the house and the slide sure. note, but it would open. And it was like he was trying to see if I was still there, then would close. Then it would open and close. Happened about eight or eight times. Uh, but then I heard, uh, then a cat woke me up. A cat kept meowing and meowing. And I, and I have cats at home, and I was like, oh my God. It's like, what, what's the deal with this cat? Uh, and I told you about it in the morning. Uh, and you were like, oh, well, yeah, one of uh, Danny's cats passed away down there. And I was like, oh, all right, well, that tracks. That makes sense. <laughs> the, 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 well, uh, I don't know if it passed away down there, but her last days were at, well, it's still at, down at, there. At, at, the, at, at my house. And, uh, and, but, but also being protective is what you said. Yes, very protective. And also the gentleman uh, that's down in the basement, he's very protective of you. Is oh, it, that's good uh, to know. Charles Whoever that is. What's that? Charles? Bill? No, Bill. Uh, Bill. 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 They say Bill. They say it was a guy named Bill. And then I happened to look up the original deed to the house, which was built in 1935. And sure enough, first name on the original deed is Bill. William. I can't remember his last name, William. but it was Bill. So, uh, yeah, again, I don't believe in coincidences but if those things are actual and factual and part of the whole fabric of it all then uh, you know yeah i guess i have to suspend some some sort of uh, belief george, and, and, and embrace it george and hope are still yeah there's hope george are you back there yeah. there you are there he is. uh did you talk to colin west when he was filming double yeah. double walker yeah. yeah the the house that we used as the production place and we filmed there haunted yeah a woman had died there he slept upstairs. Uh, a lot of the f- crew, everybody stayed there. And eventually, people just started. Uh, he then went down and started sleeping in the living room because wow. there was too much stuff going on. And then the second I walked in there and we were filming, and I was like, there, there's something in here. There's something here. And he's like, oh, yeah, how'd you know that? I was like, that, I, it doesn't matter. There's something here. Uh, so my, I think it was the second night of filming. We were filming till like 3 or 4 in the morning. And I'm driving back home, and I swear to God, I was like, somebody is in my van. And I kept looking in my rearview oh, mirror, and <laughs> no one's there. I keep looking, but still get that feeling, and hair standing on the back of my head. Uh, I get home, 
get into my bedroom, set my phone down, and I hear a woman's voice behind me go, well, now what? <laughs> Scared the shit out yeah, of me. No and kidding. I turned around, and, I, and maybe this answers your question. I was like, now it's time to move into the light. Let's go. Or to go home. <laughs> if you want to move into the light, and supposedly you're just supposed to look straight above, and that light is always with you. And if you choose to move into the light, then you can cross over. Interesting. Megan, let's bring you up here for a second. Uh, you've been listening to yeah. Ralph, and uh, I want to see if either one of you have questions for each other as we uh, uh, wrap things up here tonight as well. Um, well I, just before we get uh, – Ralph, if I shake your hand, what do you think of me? You all right? Everything okay? Yeah. Okay, thank yeah, God. I, thank yeah. fucking God. Here, I'm just so, I'm just so worried. Shake my hand. Yeah. How do you feel now? <laughs> the only I'm thing I get so is paranoid. that unicorn masturbation thing that you do. <laughs> That's it. Don't knock it till uh, you try it. So, Megan, you've been listening to Ralph. Yes. And uh, thoughts. Uh, do you think he's full of shit? Do you believe that he believes what he believes? Do you Has it changed your thought process at all in respects to what goes on here no i don't think he's full of shit at all no i wouldn't think you would <laughs> no i didn't think so either but you know i'm, I'm no. asking point blank yeah, yeah. Uh, no it, it's not that i don't believe it and i believe that uh, my grandma was fey that right. you call it we call it fey irish it, it's uh, an irish thing and like people yeah. that see things that see things like that um, which other people you refer to as uh, the shine. Some people yes. have the shine. Yes. Yeah, they're able to see things and right. feel things. Right. So your grandmother believed yes. that people had the, had the fae. Yes. Or, or and, were fae. Yeah, actually, I've had things myself where, like, I've had a feeling something would happen, and then it happens. It doesn't okay. scare me, but um, it scared my grandmother. She had a... Uh, her, they moved here from Canada, and it had been years since she'd seen her brother. And she was standing at her kitchen sink, looking out the window, and saw an apparition of her brother coming up the driveway. And then got news the next day that he passed away. Okay. And it scared her. Um, of course. The same thing happened with my grand my. Irish grandmother, who we were very close. Mm -hmm. I knew that I was working at Geno's in Chicago, uh, waiting tables, and I kept I, I kept crying for some reason. I was like, "Oh my God, what's happened? Something has happened." Yes. Uh, and my manager came out, and said, "You need to go home right now." Started crying again because I knew she's dead. She's yeah. dead. And yeah. I walked into my apartment, and my wife told me, "Your grandmother's dead." Oh. I knew it. So, uh, you, so right. yeah, I would say I knew things. Uh, I premonitions. have that stuff too. Yeah, you're Irish. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I find it interesting that you embrace that, but you won't embrace. Well, this. it's the. You I think know, it's safer that you don't. Right. I think that's yeah, that's yeah, because of it. Because Who knows what the hell right? is yeah. going on here? Yeah. There's nothing new under the sun, and mm -hmm. God only knows what has happened here. Yeah. I, I can't get into all that. I just don't have time for all of that. <laughs> you got Good. a business to run. I think it's I'm very really, smart. I'm really, really busy, yeah. and I have shit to do. And 
Well, I actually said that too. When uh, there was there yeah. was some there was some goings on in the house, and I remember one night that the cupboards were banging up, uh, opening and closing, opening and closing. And it was when I was working on a film as well. We were working on on minus one, actually, oh, yeah. yeah. And I was uh, you know working all day, working all night as, as the producer, and went home and got had a chance to get two hours of sleep. And I was upstairs, and the cupboards were banging, uh, closing, opening and closing. And I actually yelled, Bill. Knock it off. Yes. And they stopped. Yes. Because apparently he would get upset. He liked, he liked, according to the, to the person that was there that told me all this stuff, he enjoys people being in my house. Yes. And when the house would go empty for a long time without any social activity, he would get upset and, and do stuff like that. And I was like dead tired. I said, just Bill, knock it off. I wasn't scared or upset or anything like that but then again other things happen in my house maybe that's what it is with me is it's just that i mean who knows what's happening around us we don't know nobody knows but right (laughs) but it it shouldn't be a scary thing it's just a thing and these are all just spirits or yeah. entities or whatever and, and it's, it scared me more as a child i bet uh, i bet it did and yeah the only one that really scared the shit out of me that i never went back uh and i told the story i think before it's okay was in chicago uh old building 1900s uh and run by this uh the apostles the, the lovely greek family uh and it was just the mother uh who's 80 or something she was our landlord i took her to the store uh took care of her her son was a lawyer and ran a section of the greek mob (laughs) uh but he was really appreciative of me of taking taking care of his mom and he'd be like hey ralph uh, you know what how about you don't buy you don't pay rent this month okay you don't have to pay it i was like hey great uh but this they had been there forever since the early 1900s, the Apostles have been there and owned this corner uh, on Winthrop uh, and Brotherton in Chicago. Uh, downstairs was a laundry room and storage. And you'd flip on this light, and it didn't matter if it was daytime, didn't matter when you turned on the light, there was one corner that stayed dark. And you would go down there and do laundry. And I would look over there and I kn- you could tell some- something is over there. And it's bad. It's horrible. Mm. And I went down to go and change the laundry over. And I'm thinking, I'm not saying anything. I'm thinking to myself, I'm not looking at you. I'm not looking at you. I'm not looking at you. I'm just changing the laundry. I'm not looking at you. And then the loudest voice in this gravelly, Look at me. And that scared the eye. If I could have, I would have shit myself. Uh, But I have never been so frightened in my entire life. And I never went back into that room, no matter what. Because it told me, shit, they can read my mind. I never said anything. And you can know what's going on in my head. That scared the shit out of me. And, and but and other, the other stuff, about. it doesn't scare me. It's, it's just like, oh, okay, cool. What can I help with? Yeah. But <laughs> that attitude of strength and, hey, this is my place. You are welcome here. This is fine. Just don't fuck with my family. 
Leave my family alone. We're happy so and we're good people. She's doing all the right things. She's doing all the she's right things. She's doing all the right things. Yeah. All the right things. Well, I, Thanks, I, I personally have learned a lot. Thank you. Thank you, Ralphie. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. I've, I've learned a lot of things this evening. I hope that you guys have. Uh, I know my <laughs> – it's kind of funny. Uh, I mentioned that my, my daughter's here. Um, uh, she never knew that I got shot. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. So, so, so. <laughs> That's <laughs> right, Danny. I've been shot too. I've been shot too. The bullet's still in there. Yeah. She, uh, or shot at. Shot at, baby girl. <laughs> shot at. Not, anyway. Um, so you learned something tonight as well. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> uh, we're going to wrap things up tonight. How about a nice big round of applause for Chris Hamill from Gateway? Hey. Don't forget. Thanks, Chris. Nightmares Film Festival, October 26th through the 29th as well. Megan Dempsey, thank you so much. Jerry Room. Available for all your events right here. And Ralph Scott, everybody. Ralph Scott. Also want to thank, of course, the boys. John Whitney, who does all the great videography here. Chip Cosell, who does just about everything and anything we ask. He hung up that light. Yeah, you put need, up that light. You God, we were like, light. we need a light. And of course, our Angel. Halloween influencer extraordinaire, yeah. Halloween Hansberry on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys. And the guy that's kept you nice and wet this evening, Jesse Hubbard, everybody. Yeah. Jesse Hubbard. A quick little shot at the business before we go, Greg. Thank you so much. John Whitney's got the, all the video, uh, the unedited YouTube video of this. Everything's uh, there. Everything's there. Why do you there. have to say it's so sinister-like? Well, because... Un- I don't know. It's unedited. Ooh. Unedited. Because if, you, if you're if you hearing me, you're not seeing the unedited version. And exactly. you might want to be like, what? Ooh. It's called marketing for Christ. Oh, it's, my it's, kind of, it's called a stretch. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> YouTube. Uh, Whiskey Business with Dino Protus. Yeah. Uh, smash that little subscribe button. Smash. Hit the bell. Ding, ding. And then you'll be all set. Whiskeybusinesspod.com is our website. Uh, Evergreenpodcasts.com. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. I, think, I don't just, think there are any sound need, effects I, coming every I time. I just need some acknowledgement. <laughs> I always have, we always do the business, and you always, like, you're so hesitant. Facebook, uh, Instagram, Facebook. X. Well, yeah, I don't know what our X account is anymore. X. I don't know. But thanks for subscribing on your favorite podcasting yeah, but we're app. on Instagram, Facebook. And, and you can get this anywhere yeah. you get your favorite podcast. That's it. This is the part of the professionalism I was talking about that might move us up. <laughs> I, I said tomorrow. To the top ten before tomorrow. it's all said and done. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do it tomorrow. All right. Many thanks to my boys. Many thanks to you guys. Give yourselves a round of applause. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Have a great October. A safe, safe, and fun Halloween. And until the next bottle, see ya. Yeah.
The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains, will discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting, and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show. Hey, 